it is episode 183 and you are listening to the anim thank you so much for listening thank you for joining on this journey if you listened to yesterday's episode thank you very much um shout out to shout out to everyone that's also been showing love um so if you're seeing the length of this episode uh, don't be afraid it's not me rambling uh, on speaking nonsense for for an hour it's it, it, so what I've done is I've taken a conversation that I had with Tando. Tando is one of my my close friends, and then she she has a YouTube channel called T Sundays, which is also a project of Guyasha Media. So she and I had a conversation specific specifically uh, around mental health, and for me, mental health has always been a very big part of shaping my 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 self view how i view myself and my character unfortunately so we spoke about that we spoke about um we spoke about the circumstances that 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 led to my attempted suicide and uh my subsequent resignation from a very big law firm uh it's actually a story not many people know because people always ask me a question and I've given lots of people most of the story but not all of the story and this gives the whole story. So, yeah, so I hope you listen to this because I think it's also important to give context for where I am right now and the future episodes you're going to be hearing on, on this podcast. Uh, so the way that the Tea the Sundays episode was structured is that um the first um two minutes are a poem written by myself uh, many years ago it's a short story poem written by myself probably six seven years ago and it was me speaking about depression um it was me speaking about my relationship to depression and and i think this i think i think it it's a beautiful poem um obviously i'm the author so i have to think that but i think it is beautiful because it i've never Ever since that, I've never felt like I've had to write again about it because that poem or short story fully encapsulates how I feel. Um, and then, so so I, I wrote that, hit it for a very long time. And then um, around this period when we did the conversation, I felt like it was time for it to finally see the, the light of day. So after we had recorded the, the episode, I, I gave it to Tando. And then what Tando did is she read it so she so the beginning of this episode is Tando reading that um poem slash short story and then it jumps into the conversation between her and I and then at the end um Tando has her own um poem slash short story. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. It is me bearing myself as much as I can. And yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe to Tando's channel T Sundays on on YouTube, T Sundays on on um, Instagram. She has some really really dope content. Yeah, I hope you enjoy. Today's episode is on depression. I will first read Nkuli's note and then my own thoughts on depression by Nkulule Kotselani. To me, depression is not so distant a relative. He looks like me. He comes to visit on occasion. Sometimes he'll visit for a few hours, other times for a few weeks. I know he'll always visit. He likes me more when I'm drunk and the days that follow it. We'll sit for hours, just the two of us. We'll talk about everything. Or rather, he'll talk about everything, and I'll just listen. I block my ears, but I still hear him. He'll talk about that test I did badly in. He'll remind me about that awkward situation I had on the bus. He'll remind me about the brief conversation where someone made a rude comment. We'll even reminisce about the time my dad forgot me in the mall. How does it feel knowing they don't care about you? I know it's not true, but depression always knows which buttons to press. He comes and goes, and when he leaves, I'm filled with relief. He loves visiting when I'm alone. He loves visiting when things are bad, but won't hesitate to show up when things are good as well, just to make sure I don't forget family. He's a bad relative. He only started making his presence known when I was 13, but he does his best to make up for lost time. He ruins everything. I see him when I look in the mirror. He looks like me. I tried to kill him once, so I guess I tried to kill me once. I stopped. 
he was disappointed. I noticed that he likes me when I'm drunk, so I stopped drinking. I noticed that he likes me when I'm tired, so I sleep more to make sure I'm rested. He likes me when I eat junk food, so I eat fruits to keep him from coming. He likes me when I'm fit, so I exercise to make myself strong. This delays his visits and makes them less frequent. He still visits though. He always visits. You can't forget about family. He arrives unannounced. You look well rested. Have you been gymming? I sigh and try to ignore him while I can. After a while, I decide to respond and hope his visits will be short this time. He distracts me when I try to study and get some work done. He whispers in my ear while I walk on campus. Sometimes he shouts. People try to have conversations, but I wave and carry on walking. He's so rude, they say in the distance. I'll make it up to them next time. They don't know that there's a family function going on. I can't focus on a conversation with depression nagging me. Lately, he's tried bargaining his little brother anxiety. Anxiety is weak, so I normally kick him out, but me and depression have a special relationship. They say you can't choose your family, but you learn to love them. I'll never love him. But like an annoying relative, I know we'll be together forever. I learn to enjoy the times when he's not around. I've learned to stop ignoring him when he visits. Oh, you're back, I'll ask. For how long this time? Hmm, we'll see. It depends on how much sleep you get, he responds. I've learned that when I talk to him, I can figure out how to get him to leave quicker. He doesn't like when he speak. When we speak, it means I'm figuring him out. Depression is not so distant a relative. As I write this, he's sitting next to me, but something feels different. Yesterday, he was shouting. A few days ago, he stopped me from going to gym. Today, he feels like he's tired. He feels weaker. I suspect this means he'll be leaving soon. But I know he'll be back. He always comes back. What kind of relative stops visiting? I've learned how to take comfort in his presence. After all, he is just another part of me. Okay. Hi guys and welcome back to the channel. If you haven't already, please comment, like and subscribe. I'll give you five seconds to do that. Okay, so now that you've subscribed, um, once again, we are welcoming back Nkuli. Uh, Nkuli, introduce yourself. Um, my name is Nkuli. Hi. Um, i founder and CEO of Kuyasha Media. Um, father of Naledi, boyfriend to, to Nina. All around cool guy, I'd like to believe. I, I'm, I agree. Mm -hmm. I'm fully in agreement. So today we're going to be speaking about depression and mental health. Um, it's going to take more of a conversation format, more than an interview format in this one. Um, so the South African Depression and Anxiety Group defines um, depression as when the downtimes are long-lasting or interfere with an individual's ability to function. And according to them, 20% of our population suffers from depression and two-thirds go untreated. But depression is obviously not the only form of mental health issue. But because it's become you know, very prominent in our country, our discussion will focus mostly around that. But we will touch on certain issues about mental health. So um, the first thing I want to ask you is that um, it said that depression affects women um, twice as more than it does in men. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, you know, okay, first of all, before, mm. we, before we get into to this conversation, I just yeah. want to put it out there, like me, generally, I had decided that I'm no longer talking about depression. Yeah. Like, um, like yeah. So, so, so this is the last time. Okay. So if you've got any questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, so, so you guys should know that's how important Tando is, right? Oh. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, what made you decide that before we get into the question? What made you decide that you're no longer speaking about that? Uh, it stopped helping me. Because uh, at first I, I used to speak about depression a lot because it was my form of therapy. Okay. And it helped me, I think, cope with it. Okay. But then after a while, it, it just started feel like, feeling like it was just adding to my general anxiety. Okay. You know. So then I said, no, nah, I'm not talking about this thing anymore. Okay. I'm just going to deal with it however I deal with it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's start, let's go back to the question. Why the question. do you think it affects women twice as more? Or what are your thoughts around that? Um, I don't think it does. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, look, if you, if you look at the stats, men commit more suicide than women, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's because there's, there's, there's a, a lot more sympathy mm -hmm. towards women. Mm -hmm. 
So women can say, I'm feeling depressed, and they'll be like, ah, show me, I got you. Ah, yeah. Do you want ice cream? You yeah. Know? Whereas a man will say he's depressed, and either it's the, 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 the response to that is either, well, get over it. Yeah. Or the, the, the response is, it's, it's just ignored. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I, so, so I think. So, so I think maybe you could also speak about generally patriarchy and that men are not really allowed to be emotional beings or creatures, whereas yeah. women are. So women are given that sort of leeway to yeah, be depressed, to be where men are not necessarily allowed to be depressed. That makes sense. Um, and also, I just think women are a little bit more forthcoming, you know, so maybe the stats would also be based on the fact that a woman is more likely to come out and say, I am depressed yeah. than a man would. Yeah. Um, okay, so take me through your journey of depression, uh, where it began, all of that. Um, okay, so so, I mean, obviously, the first time I I didn't realize I was depressed. So, okay, so I I I've, I've struggled with like suicidal thoughts and stuff since I was like about twelve, thirteen. Wow. Um, I know. So so at the time, it was more of me just like feeling suicidal quite a bit. When I was 13, I think that was just, like soon after I became hit boy in primary school, so it was grade seven. Because um, I remember there was this, there was this anonymous, um, Facebook used to have these anonymous confessions things. Mm. So then I would go there and I would just like say, yo, I just want to kill myself. Yeah. Life is too much, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then I got, and then one of the responses to that was, it actually helped me was, yo, dude, Toughen up, get over, it. and actually for a long time that helped. Yeah. And then that's that's the method I use for myself in terms of when I was whenever I was feeling suicidal, I'd be like, yeah. oh, dude, but come on, things are not Just that toughen bad. Toughen up, yeah. Toughen up, get over it, you're good. Yeah. And for for a long time that helped. So I was first like just suicidal when I was yeah. like 13, continued 13, 14, 15, um, 16. Like obviously it come it comes and goes. It's like it's like it's like in waves, right? Yeah. And then. Um, then I also started doing research on it, yeah. Because I'm like, why the hell am I always so so sad? Yeah, you know. And there's nothing like particularly, yeah, that's making, making you sad. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so although sometimes they work because they are triggers, definitely. Yeah, sure. Um, so then I did my research. Also, so so then I realized, okay, I'm probably just depressed. Mm. And then and then once I realized that, because it sucks being sad all the time. Yeah. So then once I realized that, I, I started like. Um, experimenting with meditation, um, exercise a bit more. Because so, I was a very chubby kid, so mm. then I did a lot more sports, lots more exercising, and that helped a lot with the depression. The meditation helped a lot with the depression. Yeah. Um, I think also what I was also, like, very, like, conscious of, mm. in all my research, they were also very clear, like, don't self-diagnose. Yeah. You know, so I was also, like, also a bit... Like afraid to call my say that I am depressed because, yeah, because I didn't you, I didn't want to self diagnose myself as depressed. I mean I'm not a doctor, but yeah. you know it's 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 one of those things. Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, I mean it's always been there. Mm. You you learn how to deal with it. You 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 learn when you are depressed when you're going through an episode. Um, I've had more suicide attempts than I can count. <laughs> Because uh, also because I partly don't want to count them. Yeah. Um, but I also think also partly on the suicide attempts is I don't think I really wanted to die. I like right now I think if I really wanted to die I would be dead. Yeah. You know what I'm that saying. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. So that is my journey in a nutshell. Currently yeah. I'm on medication. Yeah. Um, was going through ther- to therapy for most of last year, but now I'm not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? Why? Why did you stop? A uh, couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, it was getting expensive. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I wasn't too sure if it was really helping, because um, my my so so okay so there's a psychologist and a, and a psychiatrist. psychiatrist right yeah. and the psychiatrist is the one that um, prescribes you the pills. Yeah. Whereas a psychologist is the one that talks to you. Yeah. You know how you're feeling and gives you like coping mechanisms, right? Sure. I didn't feel like she was really giving me enough coping mechanisms. Okay. It felt like she was just listening to me. Which is good for the for the for the the, 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 the venting part. Yeah. But I didn't feel like so it kinda of was starting to feel like it wasn't worth it anymore. Um yeah. But I think but I think the price thing was an issue. I I do think that if it wasn't getting expensive probably even though I wasn't feeling like 
she was giving me enough coping yeah. mechanisms, I probably would have, would have continued. continued. Yeah. But I mean, it was those two two factors, two factors as yeah. to why I that stopped. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And like, take me through like what depression feels like or what it is. Because I think some people don't even know what it is. Like, what are the symptoms for you? What does it feel like? Obviously, the symptoms differ for mm. like everyone, but there are general sort of symptoms that um, doctors will say, like, you know, if you have them, then mm. you should come in and check up. But like, take me through what depression feels like for you. Um, yeah, you're right. It's very, it's very subjective, very different. Yeah. So, um, oh, so also something that I learned last last year when I was going to therapy is that um, depression and anxiety are very are, are very linked. So I used to think it was just depression that I was going through, yeah, and then I thought I was just a paranoid person, right? Because yeah. I am very paranoid generally, I think. Right? Yeah. But then my psychologist said, no, it's important not to mischaracterize things. So, so, so then I started doing reflection. I'm like, actually, this is not paranoia. It's actually anxiety that I'm going through. Yeah. Right? So. Um, Depression, I think the, the, the way I've, I've experienced it, I, I always like personify it. So I actually wrote something. I'll send it to you. Okay. I actually haven't sent it to anyone, but, but I wrote it about like what depression feels like to me. Okay. It's, like, it's, like there's, like, it's like there's someone always with you, right? Yeah. And then it's like, it's like, have you seen like the chicken licking, yes. the chicken licking ad where it's like <laughs> it keeps on growing and yes. that monkey thing. Yeah. Keeps so that's what it feels like. So, so, so you, you feel it there, it's sometimes there. And then you can just ignore it as whatever. Right? Yeah. But then it just keeps on it keeps on growing, 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 growing. And then it it hits you like 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 a wave where you, you can't get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want to do anything. You just just not interested. Even just social social like I enjoy socializing with people. Yeah. But then like and then just socializing is difficult. Yeah. You know. And I think that's also where the anxiety is now coming into play. It's like. Like everything is 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 in fast forward. Yeah. Right? Everything um, you're super alert to everything. So that that anxiety, you're like, oh no, Tando noticed that that little mistake I made. Tando hates me. Yeah. Everyone hates you. Yeah. You you should hate yourself. Yeah. Kill yourself. Yes. <laughs> so then that's that's kind of like kind of like how how it it kind of like progresses. And then so then, I mean, you 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 learn. How so, so 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 at first when I started learning about depression, I thought like when I, when I would do meditation and exercise, make sure I get enough sleep, all of those things, I thought that I would stop it, right? And this is before I started getting actual help, right? Yeah. But then what I noticed was that I won't stop it, but I can reduce the frequency, like how often it happens, how yeah. often I go through a depressive episode. Yeah. And also decrease how long that particular episode, episode lasts. lasts for. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that was your. I actually forgot what your question was, but yeah, that's 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 how it. Yes, that's how it, that's feels. How it feels. That's how it feels for me. Yeah. So then, the, also the annoying thing happened when you think, mm. like, also the, it's 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 also a mental game that you have to get used. To. You, 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 it can always get worse, right? And yeah. the worst thing about depression is that you'll be thinking, okay, I've reached my my rock bottom, and then you feel yourself getting better. You're like, okay, I know my rock bottom. I, I'm I'm I'll be stronger when I get yeah. to that again, right? Yeah. It you, you, it, it doesn't, doesn't get better. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. You, you 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 learn every single time that rock bottom there is something lower than that, and that in itself depresses you because you're like, I'm happy now, but for how long? How yeah. long is it gonna last this time before That's I'm depressed true. again? Yeah. So so you you so then eventually I learned to accept that. Okay, look, dude, you're gonna have these episodes quite a bit. Yeah. Do the things that you that you do that you know will help reduce those those episodes and the and the intensity of them. Yeah. Exercise definitely helps okay. in terms of reducing the frequency and intensity of the particular depressive episodes because sometimes it'll be like really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but other times it'll be not too bad and then it'll go away. And yeah. Then, and then and then you're good. Yeah. 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 And what are your coping mechanisms now? Um what are my coping mechanisms now? Well Sleep is a very nice coffee. <laughs> 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 I feel like sleep is so dangerous. I like, do. that's how I know I'm going back. Like, if yeah. I'm sleeping, like, a little bit too much, then I'm like, oh. Yeah, look, I mean, honestly, I think also the, the, the thing that helps me now is that I'm self-employed. And then also at, at the law firm, I work, it's part-time, so I go when I want to go. Right? Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, 
I can't sleep <laughs> yeah. when, I'm, when I'm when I'm when I'm like I'm like really bloody depressed. Yeah, I'm like let me just sleep. I'm not going anywhere. Um, it helps also because because I live with Nina. Yeah. So then I'll just talk to Nina. Yeah. And then I'll say, oh, she, but a lot of the time she'll actually know before. I know or before I tell her because sometimes yeah. I don't even realize I'm depressed yeah. right and then just realize why am I so, oh it's actually been going on for a few days yeah. I'm actually going through an episode right yeah. now so then she'll notice sometimes and then she you know she'll she'll be extra nice to me <laughs> <laughs> or she'll or she'll suggest that we go out yeah. or, or something like that um, I don't exercise as much as I used to mm-hmm. which I should definitely get back to I don't even meditate as much as I used to but I think also just um like I play PlayStation now as yeah. a as a coping mechanism. Yeah. Um. I watch Netflix. I, oh, another thing I use I used to and I still kind of do quite a bit is I watch a lot of comedy and stand up comedy. Yeah. So I'm, already I'm a fan of comedy, mm. right? and then stand up comedy. Obviously, when you laugh, you're releasing those yeah. endorphins. Yeah. So I, I watch a lot of stand up comedy. Yeah. Um. I try to get out the house because the thing about depression is that like it is bad to sleep all the time. Sometimes I am just fatigued, and the depression is adding, is making it worse, right? But like sometimes I just have to leave the house, definitely, you know. Oh, because I also coach, right? So then um, I coach the under seventeens at Vets. So then what happens is that sometimes I'll jump into the session with them. So then I think that's it's fun and it's exercise at the same time. And then afterwards, like sometimes I feel depressed when I when I'm going to a training session. Jump in the training session. I'm great. I go home. I'm happy. Everything. Mm. It's like I wasn't even depressed an hour ago. That makes sense. Yeah. What yeah. What do you think? Like being in that sort of workspace and corporate space. What What do you, Why do you think it like triggered you so much? Um. Hey, dude. There are a number of things that triggered me about that. Yeah. Um. And it's not. It's not. Okay, the the first and foremost, the biggest issue, and you don't know this, but I actually haven't had this conversation. You know, I didn't graduate last with the rest of you. I didn't graduate. Huh? You didn't notice? Yes. So then, so then. What do you mean? Me, I'll tell you the story, right? Okay. And I haven't also told the story on camera before, even on my podcast, I haven't told it, right? Okay. So then, so what happened was that I had a sub, right, the yes. previous year. Okay. Right, and then I was going through a depressive episode i don't think it was necessarily right related to that right just generally whenever i was also going through like depressive episodes what i do is i turn up with the homies okay. friends have fun probably drink a bit too much yeah. <laughs> and 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 all of those things really? this is directed at you no yeah. no 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 leave your mic okay yeah so then so then yeah so then i had a really dope the same like not dope but i'm uh, like like it kind of took my mind off it for like a week we went away it was me and the homie willie wasn't there actually so okay and then and then oh then i had a sup in the january right yeah and then i remember trying to study for like i was having a bad episode i remember so i went away to hadis to my to my dad's house there and then i was just like chill in the house um because i wanted to get away from Joburg and everything because i thought it was getting too loud because i couldn't i couldn't think i couldn't i couldn't read couldn't study nothing right yeah so but Put in some work, put in some work, whatever. Yeah. And then I remember the first day of work. Oh. First day of work was the day I wrote my sub. Okay. So so I can even tell you the dates. The date was the 8th of January. Yeah. Right? That's the first day of work. We're mm. starting with training and all of the wrote the sub, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Um, all of that. So then working two months, three months, getting, getting paid, things mm. are nice. Mm. Um, I was still having like, I still would have depressive episodes. Um, during that, so then, what what I think would happen there was that it was the frustration of the, of the general work environment, yeah. right? Because I think I'm a creative person, and then I don't like being in an environment where I'm not given the ability to be creative, yeah. And then also not given the ability to, like I felt like they weren't using me to my strengths, yes. You know that uh, that, that 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 was something that frustrated me, and just just the the, the general mundaneness of it was yeah. just it was just suffocating at times but the nice thing right nice thing about money yeah. right <laughs> the beautiful thing about money oh, yes. is that you can do things to distract yourself of course so i mean even i remember like i would just there was just randomly like a wednesday night because you know how corporate is like you'll finish probably might finish work if, if you're lucky like seven eight right yeah i remember that's like a good day that's a good day right yeah it's a very good day so then i remember i finished work at like 
it was it was like half past seven is the earliest I'd finished like in, in, in two weeks or something. So then I'm like, ah, I'm going to a movie because I was depressed also. Yeah. So then I remember I just went to watch Black Panther for like the third time. Yeah. I just sat in the cinema watching and, and kind of helped because yeah. it, it took my mind off, 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 off yeah, the depressive episode. Yeah. yeah. So then, oh yeah. So then, um, yeah, all of this was going on. Sub results came back, failed the sub. Um, then I'm like, oh shit, I'm already working. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, so then that was a, that was a, that was an issue that, that I dealt with alone. Like, told no one. Parents didn't know. Parents didn't even know I was writing a sub in the first place. I'm so sorry that we didn't notice, hey? No, you don't need to feel sorry, right? No, I am sorry. But you don't as need your to. Friends, and you like, said you this. Have noticed. No, right? Yeah. But, like, okay, look, the thing about when you're depressed, you want everyone to notice. Because you, yes. you, 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 you want the help. You, 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 like, you just want to cry and you want everyone, and you want someone to say, no, it's okay, dude. Like, yeah. Like, you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then I remember the day before graduation or it was supposed to be graduation i remember sitting on that rooftop and actually what happened is like even a week before that i think because i decided like okay dude yeah i'm gonna kill myself right so what i did was because up until that point i'd been very consistent in gym very consistent with my meditation right so then because i knew myself i i stopped going to gym stopped meditating because i was trying to make the suicide easier Mm. so i was trying to put my body in i was trying to disrupt my 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 body yeah right so 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 everything i knew that would stop me being depressed yeah um, didn't do it. Everything I knew that would assist me in being depressed, yeah, continued with that to, to make just that. to make the suicide easier. Yeah. And then, 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 yeah. Long story short, I was, the day before graduation, I was on a roof. Oh, I, oh. Point is, during that week, I was like driving around Joburg, like literally trying to find a rooftop, <laughs> because because even before that, like I'd done my research on on like what are the most effective suicide methods. Because in the past, I had tried like this is back in varsity even like I had tried um asphyxiation so that's when you choke yourself yeah um like you tie, tie, tie up Oops. sorry you so tie like, up your you, tie, you yeah. tie up your like on yourself on a belt or something yeah. on on, you know, on a hanger yeah whatever yeah um what else what else like i had what are, i think that was that that because i couldn't find oh i couldn't find like th- there's no um over-the-counter pills that you can just easily find that would help yeah, you that like would help you, yeah. kill yourself right so i'd known like i'd been doing these things looking for the most effective way for a very long time and all of these other methods weren't working for me so i'm like okay dude you're gonna jump this time right because also i, I decided because i think with association i think what stopped like i stopped myself yeah so i'm like okay choose a method where you can't stop yourself yeah you know so drove around Joburg for a bit the interesting thing about Joburg is that there's no easily just accessible rooftops. Yeah. It, and, and that's something I found out during that period. Thank you, and government. <laughs> thank you, government. <laughs> thank you to the government. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. then, um, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, so then bought myself a bottle of Jack Daniels, went to the rooftop at Rosebank. So then part of the research said that you have to, the best way um, is that you need to find a... There's like actual research on this, dude. I was serious about this thing because, like I'm saying, I've literally, I literally had been looking to this thing since high school. Okay, you know. So then, one of the things said that if you obviously all of the sites you go to will always say, please, if you need help, don't kill yourself. But if you do want to, for academic purposes, here's all the answers. Wow. (laughs) So like that's also where they'll tell you like don't even try sleeping pills. Sleeping pills they've intentionally reduce the thing so that you won't die if you take yeah, all your sleeping you pills them, or whatever yeah. like that. So then they said you you should go for a minimum of six six floors, which was actually really difficult. Thank you, government, yeah. <laughs> to find that. Yes. So then anyway, I'm like, look, dude, if you drink a lot, first of all, it's going to be easier to jump. Second of all, you might, if you survive the fall, your body might be so weak that you die there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if the fall doesn't kill you, maybe the, the, the overconsumption. So I literally finished a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm, I remember it was raining on that night. Um, I was, I was, and I was busy sitting on the roof. And then, why were people trying to call me? People were trying to call me, um, trying to find me. I can't remember why. Then I remember, I was just sitting there, and I actually texted Willie. Then I'm like, yo, dude, I'm about to jump. I don't know what to do. Then he came. Um, and then 
the rest of the night is a bit of a blur. Yeah. Um, somehow my parents found out. Yeah. It wasn't really, I know. Yeah. I think it, I might have spoken to someone. Yeah. And then I remember as we were leaving, Rose, so, so we left my car, obviously. And then he was going to get in an Uber and then he was going to take me back to his place. And then as we we're getting down onto the road, um, police came. Because right? yeah. they had, and my uncle was in the car, and my uncle jumps out because they'd been looking for me, right? Yeah. And then my uncle jumps out, and then the police grab Willie. Yeah. I think, I don't know, maybe they thought he was kidnapping me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, no, 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 he's my friend, he's my friend, uh, leave him alone. And then, yeah, they, they left him, and then they took me to the police station, and then from there, an ambulance came and took me to um, a hospital. Yeah. Where they admitted me. Yeah. Um, the hospital was horrible. I literally felt like I was crazy in that place because yeah. you can't do anything here. And I had no clothes, so I was only wearing that, like, um, robe. that robe, right? Yeah. And my ass was showing up. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I'm like, I really don't like this. I need clothes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then, I mean, yeah. And then ugh, long, lo- lots of things have happened and happened during that time, literally just like summarizing everything. And then, so then I was at the Rand Hospital there. I hated it. Um, and then, um, I hated it because I feel like the people there are crazy. Yeah. And I don't think I'm crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, it actually kind of scared me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so then I, I kind of had to beg my psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, and then he, he said, okay, we'll, take, we'll let you go to Ageso, right? Um, but you have to, prom- cause, but the thing about Akeso is that you can just leave if you want to. Okay. So like, but you have to promise us you're not going to leave. Yeah. Because you can leave. Like, what, once you send you there, it's up to you. You can yeah, leave. You can so leave. I probably stayed at the Rand Hospital for probably like two nights. And then they, they sent me to Akeso and I probably stayed there for maybe like two, three weeks. Okay. And then I left. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when I, I'm kind of like grateful for that because then I was, because I'd always wanted help. Yeah. You know, because even, I remember even the year before. Um, I was really, really depressed, uh, having really bad episodes, even getting migraines. Sometimes it felt like to the point I couldn't, I could barely talk, yeah. you know? And then I would, then I, my, my parents are just said, no, I'm sick, I'm getting, I've got headaches. Yeah. And then when I tell them that, I'm hoping that they notice something's wrong. Yeah. And then, they, then I went to the doctor and then I kept on trying to allude to like everything else, like, connect the dots, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I really need help. Yeah. And he didn't, you know? So... I was kind of grateful for this whole for that whole thing because now I'm like okay, all my cards out on the table. Yeah, everyone knows I suffer from this thing. Yeah, I really need help. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And then what? I mean, like, sure. I don't even know how to ask this question, but. Mm. Why do you think there's so much like stigma that still surrounds depression and anxiety? Um, people don't want to be weak. I don't want to be weak. That's why. That's for me and why I also didn't want to tell anyone. Yeah. Because also, um, oh, first of all, oh, and, oh, another thing is that as a kid I had epilepsy, right? Yeah. And then the thing about epilepsy is that it, it also increases your the probability of you having clinical depression. Right? Yeah. Because what epilepsy does is that, that is that it, it epilepsy is like your, your brain waves are shooting off at the wrong times. Mm. So that's why you end up having seizures. Mm. And then depression is where your the chemicals in your brain are, are not at the right place. So you feel depressed, you feel sad, you feel all of those sort of things. So first of all with epilepsy, I didn't tell anyone well, my, obviously my family knew because I, I went for yeah. treatment and all that. But I didn't tell anyone outside my family because, I mean, <laughs> as a kid, yeah. see, my baby wants to be on the, on the thing. Now. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. So then as a kid, I realized, because, so at first I had my, f- interesting thing, I had my first real epileptic attack around like when I was like 12. Mm. So, so also if you notice, I had, I really first started having depression around, around 12, 12, 13. 13. So, yeah. you can, so, you, so you can see, you can see the link there. And then I remember when I first started having epilepsy, and then epilepsy, and I would tell my people at school, kids, everyone would make fun of me. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, ah, I'm not telling a single fucking soul after yeah, this. Yeah. I can swear, right? Yeah, you okay. can. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, not PG-13. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then, so then, so then, like, on epilepsy, I realized, like, I don't want to be made fun of. Mm. Um, because people treat you funny. People just treat you differently. And you, you're like, I'm the same person 
you saw yesterday yeah. why are you treating me differently yeah. my dad my parents would treat me differently because they're worried about me sure but then just people just generally would treat me differently yeah. right yeah. and then that then that's also the thing with depression right like you don't want anyone to treat you differently. differently you don't want mm. people you to treat you like you're weak yeah you know you yeah. know and also for me because uh, like you know leader they're yes. they're advanced you know there's this thing that a leader needs to a le- leader needs to be strong yeah if you, if you're weak in leadership politics or, or any of the things we do it's it's a serious character flaw yeah so i didn't want anyone to ever know i'm weak and and and, and i didn't want to seem weak i didn't and 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 I think that's why men struggle with speaking about it generally because yeah. we don't want to be weak. Come across weak, yeah. I think it's just. But the I mean, it's, you're not a, you're not weak. It's difficult to accept and understand that. Yeah. I partly still struggle with that saying that I'm not weak, but I also think that's also with me speaking about it more and also me saying look i still kick your ass if, yeah. <laughs> you know something like that and i can still withstand like sometimes i just look at the stuff that i've been able to withstand just purely on a, like a mental level yeah like and i'm like can't be weak yeah <laughs> if you've done all of that yeah but then the depression makes you feel worthless yeah you know? it and does then yeah you feel weak and you just want to die yeah and that's why you don't want to, you don't want because also people don't know what to do when you tell them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And 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 you don't want to make it someone else's problem. Yeah. You're like, because I remember having a discussion with some friends. This is soon after I got out of hospital. Um, I'm like, come across weak. Yeah. You don't want people to look at, treat you differently. Yeah. And also, people don't know how to act to it. So rather, just keep it to yourself. Generally. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. How do you? Okay, but now, how would you advise someone who is depressed? Because maybe they feel that way. They feel like they should keep it to themselves, but it's not necessarily the best thing to do. Mm, mm, look, to be honest, that's a difficult one. Um, it, look, so one, so, so, so on my podcast, right? Mm. Uh, my podcast, The Anim, you guys can check it out. Yes, yeah, the I will put the link Below. You'll send me oh, wait, I'll send it to you. Okay, on, on my podcast, The Anim, oh. um, what I did was I would, re- would just speak about depression, how I'm feeling, all mm. of those sorts of things. Like I'm saying that for me, that was a form of therapy. Just talking helps. Yeah. You know? um, but look, I would recommend that if someone is... Also, another reason I would always speak about these things and tell people that I struggle with depression is that I know how difficult it is to find people that understand, right? Yeah. So I'm also availing myself yes. for anyone that wants to talk about it. Yeah. Right? Um, so, honestly, talking is the best thing, particularly to, 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 to a professional. Yeah. But it's also nice to talk to you about a friend because sometimes you're like, oh, this professional doesn't know me. Yeah. Like, dude, I met you a day ago. What are you going to tell me? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true. Yeah. Whereas, whereas a friend, you're like, okay, dude, we've experienced quite a bit together. So you might have a better understanding of, 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 of this and of me. I would recommend you talk. It's, it's, honestly, it's difficult to, to, to tell, to say what someone else should do. Um, like, do your research on it. Do your research on, on methods to deal with it. Um, like I did meditation. I will always be a big um, advocate of meditation. There's an app, actually, that, that I think gave me the best consistency when it came to meditation. It's an app called Headspace. Mm. Uh, only issue with Headspace, it's a bit pricey yeah. in terms of... So you've got like a 10-day free trial, well, 10 meditation free trial, and yeah. then you have to pay a monthly fee. And it is, it is a bit... Pri- it's, I mean, it's like 250 $300. But compared to us not yeah. paying anything yeah. at all, you know... That is a little bit pricey. You see, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but like, you, can, you don't need to do that. You can find other ways of meditation. Sure. Um, so I'd... Meditation exercise is so important. Um, getting outdoors is very important. Uh, I like I like your place here. It's very bright. You know, mm. stuff like that are very like intentionally also, so. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 it's it's very like when you're depressed. Even when I'm, if, let's say I'm spending still spending the whole day indoors, I'm gonna open all the all the curtains. Yeah. Because I know that if I keep it dark in the room, it's not gonna it's not gonna, it's help. Not gonna help. Yeah. 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 Okay, what questions would you like to ask, if any? Would I like to ask mm, you? Mm. How, how? Wait, before you ask them, I yeah. do really want to apologize because I feel like we've never had this conversation. Because I didn't want to. 
I know you didn't. So I wasn't want going to. to have it. That's that's another thing. Whenever not the first friend to say, Mkule, I'm so sorry. My thing is, I intentionally hit it. And if you asked me, Mkule, I did ask you, and I wasn't going to tell you, and you didn't tell me, and I understand. Yeah. So, also, also, I think another thing is that there's also a difference between depression and feeling suicidal. Right? Yeah. So, I get depressed a lot, right? But I'm not always suicidal. That makes sense. Yeah, so I think also that's another distinction. People think just because you're depressed, you're yeah. going to kill yourself. Yeah, and I think I think people assume like depression is suicide. And yes, it's not that. Yes, although they highly they link. <laughs> eight, nine times, well, eight times out of ten, they're very linked, but, but it's not, not always, the same not thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then lastly, what's the difference between anxiety and depression? Would you say? Um, I'm not a doctor. However, yes, of course. <laughs> However, I, I think anxiety. Anxiety is. Wow. How do you look? I think depression is is that lack of energy. It's that intense sadness for a prolonged period. period of time. Yeah. It's like having a negative outlook. Like you think nothing is ever going to improve. Um. Yeah. Anxiety. How would. See, the way I always felt anxiety was paranoia. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I always mischaracterized my anxiety as paranoia. Yeah. So it's like, wow. And it's the worst combination. Yeah. It's actually difficult for me to just Google it, guys. Google anxiety. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's the only real thing I can say about anxiety. Because also anxiety, I know a lot about depression, but because like, like I'm saying, like I'm 25 now. Yeah. I've. I've been researching on it since I was like 13. Yeah. You know, whereas anxiety, I only really started, not even like, I've only started accepting that I also have anxiety since like last year. Yeah. Before I thought, because it's also like, you know, the fear of public speaking. You know that fear when you're saying yeah. a speech and you're afraid to speak in front of people. Yeah. That's kind of anxiety, but like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So Literally. that's, a, yeah. 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 Okay. Do you have any questions? Yes. Like to ask? How, 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 how do you because i didn't know you you also get depressed right oh also another thing is that also i noticed that many people get depressed but then it's just about like how long and how often it happens you know sure. and also the causes of it that makes sense so 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 how how have you encouraged not encouraged experienced depression. depression um i think probably the first time depression hit me was probably in my third year mm-hmm. when we were all serving in ARC. Mm-hmm. But I'm like the worst kind of depression person because I'm like a functioning depressioner. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because <laughs> so, when you're depressed, it's difficult to function. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're functional. I'm like the. I'm like the. I can look like I have it together depression person mm. who. Knows and also you're very you're very like jovial all the time. Yes, yeah. I come across very like happy all the time. So I'm like the worst kind in that you literally would never notice. Mm. So like if I say I'm depressed, like you'll never take me seriously because mm. in your head you're like this person, you know. But mine hit me probably not probably it hit me in third year. Mm-hmm. I experienced something like traumatic, which I prefer not to talk about. Okay, and then um, like. Literally, waking up was an issue. Mm-hmm. I would like, yeah, even eating was an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, but then when I decided to eat, like I would overeat, like to gain like a huge amount of weight, which was also linked to like the whole incident because I just didn't want to be desirable. If that makes sense, I understand. Yeah. So then it, it, it just, it was, and I was function, like I would go to meetings mm. and I would like contribute, contribute, do everything. But like the, the process of going to that meeting was so difficult. Mm. Like, which is why I showed up late, which is why I like, you know, like, I don't know. It was, it was, everything was work. It was the first year where I didn't like do like super well academically, like, and I've always been able to balance everything, mm. but it was just like, I don't know how to explain it. Mm. I, I was just, I was always in the dark. 
I didn't want to get out. I didn't mm. want to talk to anyone. And um, and and, and um, was was it was it difficult? Cause like you stayed at Rares. Yes. So then was it difficult? And and then you were the chairperson. And I was the chairperson, and people would knock on my door, and sometimes I would be there. Mm. And because now I also have anxiety mm. in my head, I'm thinking, should these people know I'm in here? Yes. And it's like I'm getting so paranoid, and I'm like, what are they gonna think of me? I'm the worst person ever. But honestly, I couldn't open that door. Like I I just. I just couldn't like it was just it was too much i was i was constant i would cry every single day like there was not a day that i didn't cry mm. and at the time i had a boyfriend mm. and like over the weekend i would see him and he would not even notice that like anything was really he even was he going, didn't notice he didn't know and like i think that's the worst part because i've always I don't know, because, like, the result comes out, people always think, like, oh, my God, like... And the thing is with me, I function best when I hate myself or I'm, like, really upset at something. When there's pain, that's where I function, mm. which, is, which is bad. Which is, it's also bad of you to think like that. What do you mean? To think that you... you, you if I'm understanding you correctly, what you're saying now, you, you, you're most effective when you are in pain and when you're depressed and i think and i think that that that's also it's that's also a dangerous um narrative that you shouldn't tell yourself right because yes. that, that, that's the same thing as when artists say you know you know the thing the whole thing of a tortured artist yes, yeah i need to be an alcoholic oh, yeah. a drug addict yeah. and that's where i create my yeah. best art yeah where whereas it's just a coping mechanism for something that you're going through, but it's it's not necessarily where the where the, the good art good, come from. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so, so I think for you, that's what I'm, I, I I would say just be careful of that narrative you tell yourself. No, you're right. Yeah. And I I have I am now subsequently changing that in that I'm choosing to operate from a good place. But I'm saying at the time, okay. all I'd known was how to operate in pain. Okay. So then no one knew like. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then, and now I, was, I'm, I'm, I want to say, how did you get out of that? I'm assuming you got out of that. Not even, hey. Like, I'm like, like, I'm constantly facing depression. Mm. Like, I've had so many instances. Like, there was even a, a night at Vitz where I walked to the bridge mm. and I was like ready to jam. And you think, Ish, and if, even if I hit that ground and I don't die, there's cars coming. There's cars coming. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think about it all. Like, yeah. I've thought about it. I'm like, okay, if I time it right, like, there's times when I would be on my way to work. I'm like, if I time it right at this intersection, I could just go. And then the oh, cars would just gosh. like hit me and then things like that. And it would look like an accident. Yes. You know, no one would know because my thing was always like, I always knew like my gran, like it would hurt her it the most. So I've always tried to find ways that seem like, you know, like a, a mistake so that that would be me. Like I knew, okay, if I cut myself, uh, that's it's obvious, obvious. <laughs> like, you know, so like, and I've always been obsessed with accidents. And it's so weird because I've constantly told people, I'm like, I'm going to die in an accident. But I think what people don't know is I'm It'll saying be intentional. it will be intentional. But because I've said it so many times, it's going to come across like, oh, yeah. But she always knew, like, you know, but they didn't know that I was saying I will kill myself and make it look like an accident. I, I, I also, I think that's also a very big deterrent a lot of the time because you don't want, like... As much as you're going through the pain, you don't want to. You want to put someone else that pain to everyone else. Yes. I think for me, I just gave up looking for an accident. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, there's no way I can make this thing look like an accident. Innovative ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know somehow weirdly enough something has always like stopped me at that exact time. Like I don't know. It's like my grand will always call at that exact time, or like my best friend. It's so weird. Mm. Like literally. Yeah. So then. So so. Then, like, do you not think that for your ex, because you seem like you've got accidental ways that are pretty effective. You can oh, tell yeah. me them off camera. Don't no. worry. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be saying those. Yeah. Like, like for me, the big, like, I think that the car thing is also a big thing for me. Yeah. Like you'd be like, because also my car is pretty quick. Yeah. So then I look at it, I'm like, if, if I get a good head start just, and I, I go straight into that wall. Yeah. That should work. Yeah, um, there's but then, no way I'm surviving that. Yeah. But then, but then sometimes, sometimes. But don't you ever think like people have walked away from from worse car accidents? Do, do do you not also sometimes think like what what if what if I just end up paralyzed? 
I have thought about that, but then that's why I always think of the most effective one. Like yeah. one where I'm like, they, there's no way you can survive this. Mm. You mm. know, like I've looked at ones and I'm like, this would just be an accident. Like, what are the chances of me dying here? But like, I'm like, my mind has always been like, this one, it's final. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, so then, are you getting help? Um, you know, the weird thing is I got help in that I didn't ask for. So it's like I went to my doctor and then I told him like all these symptoms that I was having. And then my doctor put me on like anti-anxiety and anti-depression mm-hmm. pills. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he didn't tell me that he was doing that. So suddenly I felt better oh. and I didn't know. I was like, what is this medication that's making me feel better? Mm. So here I am Googling away. Yay, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's me. I'm like, yo, I know this thing. I must get it. It's the one, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then only to find that it's like anti-anxiety, anti-depression pills. And then I'm like, but why didn't he tell me? Mm. You know, so like, I mean, I, I moved away from that doctor. Um, and then after that, it was always like I would get like severely sick. And when I go there, like no one can explain it. So it's like I'm like really sick. Like I'm, I can't taste food. I have severe headaches. I have all these other things, but it's not caused by something. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like, it's like they're trying to find a reason, but the reason is depression. So mm. like I remember my, I, switched, I kept switching doctors. Like every time my doctor would find out... Like your time is up, <laughs> you know. And then it's like you know, that's, that's like so I remember one doctor asking me, like, I think you're depressed. I said, mm. I was like, this doctor does not know that it is the last <laughs> time I'm coming. Yeah, you know, maybe just because like I just want to solve it yeah. myself. I think like I think for me, probably one of my worst episodes was like after working. And then, okay, no, third year was really bad. But also after working, like, I had 10 days to, like, study for board exams. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> you were chilling. Uh, yeah, I was chilling. Like, picking up a book in Guli, it, yeah. it, it was impossible. I understand. I like, know, I it tr- was... Trust me, I understand. And people think you can control it. Mm. Like... And like having to explain to my friends like afterwards, because they were like, we didn't see you in board exams. And now I'm lying to everyone. I'm just like, yeah, I know, you know, I I was there. It's just that you guys didn't see me. Mm. But in my head, it's like picking up a pen, even reading a sentence was like, I don't know. It's like like that paralyzing effect of the, the whole thing. Exactly. But then... So 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 have you have you looked for like coping mechanisms? Yeah, I think you know what I think it also like Actually and then sorry before that, yes. why do you run away from the doctors? Because I don't like feeling weak. I don't like feeling like so for me I've grown up in a very like woman dominated family and all the women in my family are very strong. Mm. Like they faced the most horrendous things like and they all like come out like tops, okay. you know. That's another thing you have to be very careful of. Don't compare yourself. No, I agree. Yeah. But for me, it's I know that's the right thing, but in my head, it's like it's the difficult thing. Yes. Why? Why am I the weak one when like all these women are like having it together? They like like heading up their families without mm. men. They doing mm. this. They doing that. Like, why would I be the one who's suddenly like now like falling apart? Mm. You know. So then I've always like been like, no, I need to have it together. So it's like when a doc, it's like a doctor is seeing me. So now it's also that anxiety, like, oh, this person thinks I'm weak. So then I'm like. Peace. you know then i'm out mm. but my sort of way of coping which i found for myself i don't know i think i just immerse myself in it but also what i've now found is that like i realized that a lot of it was coming out of things that i haven't dealt with mm. so things that i like just brushed over like my mom died when i was very young and like i just went into action mode like and that's how i am like if something bad happens Tando's in action mode and everyone will be like, why aren't you sad? Like, this should be killing you. But I'm just like, okay, let's go, let's go. And because I haven't dealt with all of those things, it was starting to like affect me. So what I've now done is I've just gone on a personal journey 
where I literally like break myself down and I like deal with one thing at a time. Mm. I will get angry. I will immerse myself in it. I will cry. I will deal with it. I will talk to myself. I will, this house has seen me talk a lot. That's why I also say like it's bright for a reason. Yeah. Like the other one I lived in was darker mm. and made it worse. This mm. one is lighter and like, yeah, open a lot of curtains during the day. You know, yeah. Okay. So, but you you do realize, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <Kept talk. laughs> like I was not even like you you, you, you you do realize that at, that at a certain point, your own coping mechanisms will not be enough, right? And you need to actually like see a professional. Is is what I'm encouraging, right? Like like I'm saying, with with without me reaching that like rock bottom you know of when like literally i could not i was put into that ambulance and they're like chief you're not going anywhere yeah <laughs> like literally that's the only way i i was able to yeah you know yeah so and as much as so right now i'm still on my pills right yeah and as much as i'm not doing therapy anymore yeah there was an element of therapy that helped for, yeah for example there's, there's that ele- element of the- therapy that now I understand, oh, anxiety is a thing that yeah. I also struggle with a bit. And that when, when I'm depressed, I'll probably be more anxious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so, so like, you do realize, and, like, now I'm going to have to keep you accountable. Like, you're going you're gonna to need to do, like, work outside of that. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Yeah. LOL. Fooled yeah. us. No, but, like, but, 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 like do, do you get that, though? I do, I do. You know what my thing is, right? Every instance of therapy that I've tried, just it, it, it just hasn't been for me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe like I just really because I tried it once. Like there was a time when I literally just fell apart. Like someone asked me, like someone looked at me and they said, "How are you?" And you start <laughs> crying. <laughs> I broke down literally, like in the middle of. No way. Like, I cried like I was going crazy. So then people were just like, I go there. What's that, Vince place? Um, CCDU. CCDU. I was always too scared to go to CCDU. They sent me there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for, for your political reasons. <laughs> Not for my political reasons. I was just afraid oh. of that place, man. Wow. Uh, it, they, it carried a lot of stigma. I would yes, give you that. Did, it did yeah, carry a lot of it stigma. Did, like, walking in there, people, it, it seemed like, you know. But I've come to realize that, like, People don't have it together. And you can look like you have it together. Like, people are always like, no, Tando, you have it together. And I'm just like, guys, if only you knew. If only you knew. And that's the other thing. People don't take you seriously. Like, you mm. will literally say, like, yo, hey, if only you knew. And then people will just be like, ah, you're strong. You'll get through it. Yeah. And it's like, it's not... no. I, I you think, don't know. I think it's also important to, to speak about these things. Like, um, do you know Busi? Uh, Mkumbuzi, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. married to Tammy, right? Yeah. So then, they were on radio a, a few weeks ago talking about being a couple and all that. And she said, um, so she struggles with being suicidal, yeah. right, a lot. And then, I didn't know that. I've known her for quite a bit now. I never knew that, right? Yeah. But the mere fact that she said that made me feel better. Yeah. You know, because yeah. because because the worst thing is that, like, also, sometimes. It's like successful people can't I was about be to say, depressed or, yes. or suicidal. Yeah. And even though you know, oh, I know of successful people, that are, but like when you know someone that close, yeah, that you've seen the success, you've seen the grind, you yeah. see how well they're doing, and they still say, "Look, I, I'm suicidal." Also, yeah. You know, I think that that's the thing, and I think, and I think that's also maybe the value of your your platform. Yeah. Like for a very long time, my podcast was where I vented. Yeah. Right. And it's where I let it all out. Yeah. It's where I, where I would just speak about depression. Like sometimes actually when I was speaking about those things, I was actually just asking for help. Yes. But I was still doing it either way. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I think maybe that's the beauty of the platform that you've created mm. is that you've created a platform for yourself to speak about these things, destigmatize these things. Yeah. And then also let people know that, look, guys, this is a thing that happens. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that you're weak. I feel weak in this moment. But yes. I don't, if, if, but I don't think if you came to me, yeah. I would see you as weak. As weak, yeah. You know? Yeah. So 
it must be that you're not weak. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. so I think I think this is a very dope pl- platform, and I think you should continue these discussions on this platform. Thank you. If, 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 even even if you don't have a guest, yeah, maybe just talking to us, letting us know where you're at in that particular particular moment, because I think it's also very interesting to hear, like the content you'll create when you're going through the episode yeah. is very different to a reflective episode. Say, okay, true. this is how I felt. That's true. So I, so I think when you're going through those, as much as you should still seek therapy and seek help, I think it's important that you also Talk. Allow that rawness yes, to come out. That makes sense because that's your authenticity. People see, yeah, you because guys. people because there are people that look up to you, right? Dan, you've got your first years, especially when you were when you were a chairperson, sure. looked up to you for sure. I know many of my first years yeah, that I would look up to you. No, look up to you, oh, like MK in them. You oh, know, thanks. like they look up to you. They respect you very much. Many people respect you, right? So I think right back at you. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, I think it's very important that you allow those people to also get a perspective. They might be going through these things, or they might see someone going through this. Yeah. And they need to know. Okay, this person's not weak. Yeah. If one of one of the strongest people I know is great, this yeah. person can't be weak. Can't be weak. Let yeah. me find out more. That's true. So I think I think I think that that that, that would be a very a very important thing from your platform, and I want to I want to uh, hear a lot more of these things coming from you. Okay. No, I I will I will definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree with you. I agree with you, and I think I've I've come to realize that a lot of people who like are high performing people put a lot of pressure on themselves and they mm. suffer from it's depression. The also, yeah. yeah. And and that's what I've also come to realize and that's why I say I don't look at people like that. Like, you know. And I think for me, let me tell you, I think for me my biggest thing was, you know, after my mom died, mm. like everyone changed the way they looked at me. It was okay. like everyone started looking at me with pity. And I've never wanted to Pretty. see that look again in someone's eyes. I understand that. I've never wanted to see someone be like, oh, you little fragile, you know, <laughs> like, thing, you know? Like, I just, yeah. I think if I can find someone or a therapist or someone or a doctor or whatever who will look at me like, oh, oh, you're depressed. Okay, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't feel like your doctors looked at you like that? You felt like your doctors also gave you pity? I feel like it's like a, oh. You know, like it's literally like a thing of let's talk about that's horrible and and I'll I'll, I'll give you the number for my, my my psychiatrist is a bit of an asshole. I actually feel like I love those. I actually <laughs> I just go for for the prescriptions right now because that guy is just like he's like <laughs> the annoying thing about him because I think I think we are wrapping up generally. Yes. But the, the annoying thing about my psych- psychiatrist, which I had to realize, okay, I actually need a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> is when, is when, like like you'll be there. Like, okay, so how are you feeling? And I'll be telling him like, uh huh. Okay. <laughs> is it? Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, chief, you ask me how I am. Bro. <laughs> Why are you on your phone? Why are you on your phone? And on his phone, he's on his iPad because he's actually a very busy. He's like because he gets a lo- he has a lot of clients. Yeah. Like even when sometimes you'll be in the sessions with him, and then he'll, he'll get a call and he'll be like, "I'm so sorry, I have to actually take this because he answers the calls from his clients at any time." Okay. Well. So the thing about him is that he's not. He doesn't pity you. Okay. Let me just give him a shout out, Doctor Chiman, uh, from I guess so. He's very good, very busy, but he's good at what he does. And yeah, um, yeah you should check him out because he, he doesn't give you that pity. And I think maybe that's also what, what made my therapy journey a bit easier. And why I'm, it's easy for me to encourage it. Yeah. Is that at no point I ever, did I ever feel like these people were pitying me. Okay, that's like great. They, it's like they were just like, okay, away. So that's an issue. Oh, okay. So what does that, how does it you feel? Yeah. Oh. So it was. It was. Just, it was really just like conversation. Oh, you know? I love people like that. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give you the details okay um thank you but yeah that's yeah yeah okay and we'll put the the details below go to a guess the nice thing about a guess was also that you can like you can call them like the one i went to was the one in parkton right yeah so for my psychologist i'm like um because the first psychologist i didn't really like her right yeah. because it's like she didn't understand the urgency of shit yeah you know i'm like i need to see you or something and then she want to reschedule i'm like chief this is urgent nigga this is urgent. like i'm about I, to I, die they might not be here tomorrow <laughs> 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 so, 
yeah. <laughs> so I changed her because I didn't like her. Then, yeah. the, then, then I called, I guess, and then I'm like, um, hi, guys, I, I need a new psychologist. I don't really like the last one. Yeah. Um, I prefer, pre- preferably like someone young. Yeah. Preferably like someone black. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool, sure. And they hooked her up. So that's, that's nice good. that you can, you can kind of, yeah, because it, because, because I, I prefer a black uh, uh, psychologist. Yeah. So Dr. Chimman is, is Indian. Yeah. But, but dope guy. Right? Yeah. And then my psychologist, I felt like I wanted a psychologist that could kind of relate to the general black experience. Yeah. Obviously, we all have very different experiences, yeah. but I want someone that I also wanted someone young, yeah. so that they, so that they would, you know, engage, you know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So that's a nice thing about a case. Shout out to a case. Okay. And and also actually the other thing, just before I, I ended my therapy sessions with her, because I was like, okay, because I don't want to tell also that your your shit is getting expensive. Yeah. But then even her, she was like, are you sure it's not finances because we can come to some sort of arrangement yeah. and then and then to make it more affordable yeah. for you. But then also my pride at that point. Then. Yeah. And also, I was anno- like I'm saying, I was annoyed that I felt like it wasn't doing enough. Yes, that makes sense. So she's like, we can even come to some sort of arrangement so yeah. you pay a little bit less yeah. than what you currently pay. So I think that's also the beauty of, yeah, of, of a queso. Of a queso. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put the details of a queso below. And what's Headspace? Headspace, my podcast. Your podcast, your podcast will be number one. Oh, then yeah. it will be Akeso. Then it will be Headspace. Headspace. Yeah. yeah, those are the ones. None of them are sponsoring this video. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. And uh, yeah, um, I think this conversation was very necessary. And I think also just the important thing that I think people can take away as well is it's so interesting how so many people around you and how you guys can all like be, you know, in sort of like one space, but um, not know that like each one of you is like going through this thing, you know. So, yeah, I think let's talk about it more. Let's destigmatize it. Um, Yeah. And if you have any questions, comments, please put them below and don't forget to subscribe, share the video with your friends and yeah until next time enjoy okay thank you and i brought From? the baby for the last few <laughs> oh. lines hey with the baby say hi with the baby <laughs> <laughs>